welcome to the True Tabernacle podcast channel. We hope that you find encouragement and inspiration during one of our sermons, discussions, or interviews. For more information regarding our faith community, connect with us on Facebook at our True Tabernacle page. And while you're at it, hit subscribe to this channel to stay connected. Let's say praise the Lord. Amen. Can you believe Wednesday will be December the 1st? Going into the last month of this year. I don't know how you feel about it, but it seems like this year has just kind of flowed by pretty quickly. Amen. They say that the older you get, it just seems like time flies. When you're young, you're kind of trying to hurry it up, but when you get older, you're trying to slow it down. And uh, I think that's, uh, that's the way we feel. At least I feel that way tonight. 15th chapter of the book of Romans, thank you for coming out this evening. And you that are joining us online, we want to welcome you and thank you for being here as well. We're praying that, amen, through the worship and word that it will touch your life, give you that peace and that hope. Amen. We're going into that season. I heard somebody talking here on the radio this week about the reason for the season. Jesus Christ is the reason. Without Christmas that we call it, without the birth of Christ, there would be no Easter, there would be no resurrection. Amen. And so we are glad that, that we have a Christ that loves us and cares for us. He is our hope. He is our peace. Amen. He's our sovereign God. The 15th chapter of the book of Romans, just one verse. Verse 13. Now the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you may abound in hope through the power of the Holy Ghost. Say that again, that you may abound in hope through the power of the Holy Ghost. How many is glad that you have hope in Him? Lord God, we thank you once again for your goodness, your mercy, your love and kindness that you have so graciously shown to us. We thank you for this opportunity to be in your house of worship tonight. Lord, as we just came through the Thanksgiving time of year, I pray God that we will have a thankful heart not just on that day, but every day that we live. And I pray, God, tonight that as we speak your word, that your word would find that resting place in each and every one of our hearts to be more like you, to accept the challenge, amen, and allow you to be who you really want to be in our lives every day of the year. In Jesus' wonderful name we pray, everybody say amen. God bless you. you may be seated. Amen. Uh, Tonight might be a little different, if I might say. Uh, I have what's called a cell phone. How many has one? Come on, let's put it up in the air right here. Everybody's got, not everybody has a cell phone. Brother Blackford informed me tonight that he has not had a cell phone. Right, is that correct? About 25 years he hasn't had one. So he may be the only saved person in the house tonight. 
Praise God. Oh, Sister Hall don't have one either. Amen. So we have this thing here. I can remember my first computer that I got. Can't tell you when. It's been a long time ago. Brain don't work that well anymore. And it was a Tandy 1000 SX. Got it at Radio Shack. How many remembers Radio Shack? I thought I had arrived. I had reached that pinnacle. I, I had that computer in my office and I had that dot matrix printer, I believe is what it was cost. Had that little ball printer in there. And you had floppy disk. <clears throat> Didn't have anything really to hold a lot of information. You just had to. So basically it was a glorified typewriter. You thought you had something, but your typewriter would have worked just as good. Amen. I, wouldn't have, I, I wasn't good at typing anyway, you know. Amen. Just the one finger, you know, the index. That's my typing. But then we've graduated, and through the years, I can remember the first cell phone I got, Brother Gardner. My first cell phone that I got was actually a, it was a little box with a handle on it, and the phone fit on the side of it and had a little antenna about this tall. I got that at Radio Shack as well. Nobody else carried them at the time. So I thought I had really, I had really made it because I got this, this cell phone now. I didn't realize that when you have a cell phone like that, your wife can call you at any time. But we went and graduated beyond that because it just had a radius that you could uh, actually pick up people. And now we've got these phones that actually, uh, <clears throat> the computer part of this and, and, and how much data you can hold would have filled floors of a building with the processors and the things that they used to have years ago. Amen. And so, so tonight, uh, these cell phones, if I might say, are a modern marvel. It has a signal that you can't see, you can't touch, you can't hear, you can't smell, you can't taste it, but yet you can communicate on so many levels with this cell phone. <clears throat> Amen. And so we see it. I can call my wife. You got quiet. Or she can call me. You know, you can do banking on these things. <clears throat> Come on, old timers. Did you know you can do banking on these things? Do you know you can pay, you can give to the church online? You can do it on your phone? Do you know you can do your own, pay your own bills? Maybe we ought to get uh, 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 one of our younger people up here and they can educate us on, on how, uh, what's the proper word I want to use, how convenient it is for them to pay their bills or, or online banking and all of that. Don't have to carry cash, don't have to uh, carry all these other things. I can call my wife, I can do, I can do my <clears throat> banking, I can pay my bills, I can listen to music, I can, I can check the weather. Amen. So when somebody says, check the weather, what do we do? We pick it out. We got an app on here, and we can go to the weather, pop it up, and the weather will come up on the phone, and you'll be able to tell people what the temperature is, how cold it is, how hot it is. You'll be able to tell if it's going to rain or it's raining today or maybe tomorrow. They'll give you a forecast of whatever you're asking about. So you can control. Do you know you can control your thermostats if you have the right stuff in your house from your phone? Did you know that? Amen. Did, did you know that you can set your house alarm on or off 
from your phone. You can view security cameras if you got them from your phone. Did you know you could start your car with this? You could lock or unlock your doors with this? Some people say they can watch their dog or their cat at the house. You can take pictures with this phone. Now, I'm not the kind of guy to just take pictures. I, I, I try to avoid pictures uh, whenever I can. I want to avoid pictures. But I will tell you this. I got my grandkids on this phone. Anytime they send me one of my grandkids, I don't care about my, my, my son or daughter-in-law or, or this, these two over here. They can keep all of that. But if they send me their pictures of their kids doing things, I'm going to put it on this phone. And I'm going to show people. It's a, it's a modern marvel. Amen. I can receive, take pictures, send. I can do all this. I can get directions on my phone for my destination. I can view any place on the, on the planet through Google Earth. You can book flights. You can rent cars. You can book hotels. You can read your news apps. <laughs> you can even read your Bible on your phone. We were just having a little debate. I like the free apps. I'm not the one that gets to pay for my apps on my phone. But I've been informed tonight that there is a Bible app. It'll cost you about $20 a year. That supersedes the one that I use. I, I, my Bible's a still size. It probably says the same words. You can go on and on. The list can go on. There are so many other things we can do uh, with these modern, uh, modern marvels. Uh, but you know what? Until they are great and fantastic, uh, until you lose your signal. You know what I'm talking about. Once a signal is lost, you have nothing. You can't communicate. You can't bank. You can't check the weather. You can't find your directions. You can't, you can't check out uh, 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 Google Earth. All of those different things. You can't do anything. Why? Because you lost your signal. That signal, all of this is based on a signal that bounces from tower to tower, satellite to satellite. You know, when I text somebody or send somebody, if I'm in the office, they want something and I send it to them, it takes a little bit too longer. I'm only six or eight feet from them, but yet it takes a minute or two. Why? Because it's going up and connecting and coming down. We can't explain fully how all this happens. For most of us, it's a very complicated process, definitely for me, to understand what's actually transpiring. Yet, without understanding how it all works, yet as I speak tonight, it, this invisible signal is floating around all of us in this room right now with its trillions of bits uh, of information uh, every second, yet we can't see it. We cannot touch it. We can't hear it. We can't smell it. Uh, amen. We depend on it for so many things. In fact, I got a stat for you. According to statistics, uh, the average user checks their phone at least 150 times per day. That's about once every six minutes. 
But I did a little bit more research and found another research company that says uh, the average actually uh, is 2,617 times in a 24-hour period. That's 109 times an hour, about 1.87 times a minute. Think about that. The vast majority of people check their phones immediately when they wake up in the morning. How many does that? You're afraid to raise your hands. Do you know some people will check their phone if they wake up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom? I'm getting hands on that, folks. They're checking that phone out. Amen. All these different times. They'll check it when they get up. They'll check it when they go to breakfast. They'll check it when they go to lunch. They'll check it when they go to dinner. They'll check it when they get home. As they're eating their dinner with their family, everybody's on the phone. And every time we check it, we are depending on a signal. Something you can't see, touch, feel. A signal. You depend on it being there. When you pick up your phone, you don't think about it until you're trying to do something. Amen. Or when you're out of reach of the signal and somebody, it's going, hello, 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 are you there? Right? Where are you at? I could be in Monroe and only have one bar on my phone. Think about it. And I'll lose signal. But what happens when it's lost? To us, the world stops. I'm going somewhere with this tonight, so hang on. When it stops, we panic. Because we can't make a phone call or check our, God help us, Facebook. Our Twitter accounts or our TikToks or our WhatsApp or whatever thing you got on your phone. We freak out. We panic because we can't. We can't do anything with our phone, things that we subscribe to. Amen. We worry that somebody, somebody, somebody's trying to get a hold of me. Uh, amen. And they, they can't reach us. Why? Because my signal's down. And so we panic or anxiety sets in. Then we go to the phone store. We get angry with the people who are trying to help us get our signal back. They're trying to help us and we get mad at them. Well, if you don't know what you're doing, give me somebody that knows what they're doing. I need my phone fixed. Some of us probably want to add, bless God. I want it. How many knows what I'm talking? Am I, am I, how many knows what I'm talking about tonight? How many of you have called Verizon or your particular phone company when your phone's not working right? You get on the phone, Right? My wife will tell you, how, how, how long does it take sometimes? Sometimes she'll be on the phone to try to help one of us out with something or somebody else. You'll get on that phone and you'll spend that, that time trying to see what the problem is. You go to the store trying to find out what the problem is. Amen. I want my signal. Everybody say that with me right now. I want my signal. Some of us, you do business through that signal. You depend on that being there. Amen. I want my connection. But the signal I want to talk about this evening is not necessarily the signal that comes to and from us from these devices. 
Wednesday, we start the last month of this year. Amen. January is right around the corner. We're fixing to go into 2022. Uh, we're fixing to go into our 21 days of fasting uh, and prayer and then revival. Amen. We're fixing to do all this. Uh, but I'm asking you tonight, uh, is there some way that we can connect with him and disconnect with a lot of the other things? I understand that when my spiritual connection is intact, I have a connection on a level that I cannot, I cannot, I cannot, I cannot fathom sometimes. I can't touch it. I can't see it. I can't necessarily hear it. Amen. But there's a connection that I can feel in the Holy Ghost. Amen. We, we, we depend on that signal uh, being there. Amen. For so many reasons. Uh, my spiritual connection connects me uh, to who? The people around me uh, and my relationships with them. It connects me to my Savior and my relationship with Him. Amen. I get my worldview uh, from that signal. I get my financial positions. Uh, amen. That are connected to that signal. Uh, amen. I can connect to my spiritual thermostat. Uh, amen. From wherever I am at. Amen. I get my direction from that connection between me and him. Amen. That There's times, amen, I wake up with a worship song because of that spiritual connection. I'll go to bed and rest knowing that he's going to watch over me and my family while I sleep because of that connection. That connection means more to me than any other connection that I might have on this earth but when that spiritual connection is down it all stops and when it stops we can panic when this stops but you really better panic when this connection stops and if you don't you should Amen. Because when this connection stops, our world begins to unravel. Fear sets in. Worry will begin to set in. Anxiety sets in. Doubt and unbelief begins to set in. Thoughts of does God really exist? Amen. Because we don't have that connection begins to creep in. Then anger will set in. Even anger against God sometimes. Amen. We find ourselves at that place. And sometimes I'll hear people say things like, I just don't feel like I'm connected to God. I feel like there's something uh, missing. Uh, I feel like my prayers uh, aren't being heard. Uh, I feel so, so alone. Uh, amen. I'm, I'm beginning to doubt uh, or I'm angry with God. Uh, and, and folks, look, let me tell you something right now. When people are angry with God, they're usually angry at other people. And other people just may be trying to help them. To reconnect. Let me tell you something right now. When you're going through that deep dark time in your life uh, and you feel all alone and maybe feel isolated. Uh, if a saint of God just comes up alongside of you uh, and wants to try to help you, uh, don't reject that. Uh, amen. Don't put that off. Uh, let them pray with you. Uh, let them lift you up in prayer. Don't ever turn away uh, what somebody's trying to do for you uh, in a spiritual sense. Oh, let's clap our hands and praise Him tonight. Let me tell you something else. We all know this ain't free. 
That's the biggest amen I got tonight. It's not free. It costs you something. At the end of the month, there's going to be a bill come in the mail. Or for you that do it online, you're going to get a notice that you owe this bill. And you pay it. Because if you don't pay it, it ain't going to work. You might as well just put it on your dresser, put it on your nightstand, look at it every day because there's no sense taking it with you because it ain't going to work. Uh, because if you miss paying for this, your signal's going to get cut off. Hold on now. No more phone calls. No more text messages. Banking's that not there. God help us if you're tracking your dog. Checking the weather ain't there. Nothing. You're left with a flashlight and a camera. That's right. You have to learn that if you manage your account, if you want that signal, you have to manage that account. You have to pay for it. It's not free. Come on, let me sidestep here a second. Do you know your relationship with Jesus Christ isn't free? His salvation is free. When you start this journey, you repent of your sins, you, you get baptized in His name, you get filled with His Spirit. But then after that, it takes work. It's just not going to be free. You have to work on it. You have to manage it. Come on. You have to, you have to take care of it. You have to look at it. You have to pay attention to it. You have to realize that if I don't, if I don't pay the price, uh, the signal is going to be cut off. Hmm. Think about that tonight. Should it be any different spiritually than it is this way? This thing can't save you. Now, let me, let me just tell you something here tonight. According to some research firms that I, that I checked out, and one in particular said the average user touches their cell phone over 2,617 times in a 24-hour period. Now, let me submit to you right now. A lot of times you touch it, and you don't, it's not here. It's not clicking. You touch it. You pick it up. You check it out. 2,617 times. Let me ask you something. How many times per day do we touch God? 150 times a day? I broke this down. 2,617 times in a 24-hour period. Let me say it again. 109 an hour, 1.87 times a minute. How many times do we touch God? Amen. Do we touch him 150 times a day again? Do we, do we touch him every 60, six minutes, 60 minutes, six hours, 60 hours, six days? Is possibly Sunday the only time that we really connect with God? Hear me out tonight. Sometimes we wonder, uh, you, you know, why it feels like something is missing in our lives. And that our spiritual needs aren't being met. And we feel like we're not connected to God. And we feel like we're all alone. And we get mad at the people around us for almost no reason at all. And we're losing hope. And we're feeling empty. And, and we're giving up. And, and we ask the question, God, where are you at? God, your word doesn't work. God, your promises fall short. 
Let me say it again. If we will touch these things over 2,000 times per day, but we don't even crack the Word of God all week long, why should we expect the connection, the signal to be there? But yet we think the signal should just be there. Ready? Any old time we need it to be. But let me say it again. If we will check our phones this many times a day and rarely touch the applications that God has prepared for our spiritual growth, no time for prayer, no desire to worship, no hunger of the Word of God to impart something into our spirit, it's a lost signal. No one's told us that you can't let the signal go down in our lives. But listen, you can't let that signal go down in your life. You've got to take care of it. If you're feeling like your connection with God is down, what do you have to do? It's time to reconnect. That's why we have altars. That's why we have Tuesday night prayer. That's why we have Sunday morning and Sunday night. That's why we have our Spanish uh, uh, Bible studies and our Spanish. Uh, that's why we have our youth stuff. That's why we have our men's things. Uh, why? It's because you want to connect with God. It should not just be a weekend deal. It should be an every day of the week uh, amen, adventure. It should be touching God every day of the week oh clap your hands and praise him December is going to be hectic a lot of things are going on we got church stuff you got work stuff everybody's got shopping to do everybody's got all this other stuff to do but we can't afford to take December off uh, and feel like well I, I just not, I don't have nothing to pay uh, uh, this month uh, I've got everything else going on you cannot afford to lose your connection uh, with God just because uh, it's December Come on, we can't afford to check out for a month, amen, to get all caught up with everything else and still not get caught up with God. I feel like we need to get caught up with God and then let everything else fall where it is. Hallelujah. We need to reconnect. We need to call on His name. We need to get our heart right. We need to pray for our family. We need to pray for our friends. We need to pray for those that are in need. We need to say, God, let my connection be one that will help somebody else become connected to you. Oh, let's clap our hands and praise Him. Hallelujah. Don't let the enemy of your soul keep you from God's presence. Don't let Him talk you out of coming to church or praying on a daily basis, uh, or reading your Bible for yourself, or being part of a Christian fellowship uh, that happens around the church, uh, or worshiping Him even when you are all alone. Uh, amen. I don't know about you. Uh, amen. I laid my head down on the pillow last night, and when I rolled over to fall asleep, uh, I was thanking God for the day. Uh, I was thanking Him for His protection. Uh, I was thanking Him for touching our home. Uh, amen. Touching our church. Uh, amen. I just want God to know I appreciate uh, and I thank Him. Uh, amen. For all that he has done in my life. Stop holding him at bay. Stop holding him at a distance in your life. Start making him a priority. Put him first, not last. Amen. Don't, don't let him be a, become second fiddle in your life. Amen. Put him first. Amen. Let God be God. 
Amen. Worship Him. Amen. Even when everything seems to be chaotic. Hold Him dear. Not hold Him at bay. Let every area of your life be touched by that connection. You know, Proverbs in three, uh, chapter 3, verse 6, uh, amen, it says, In all thy ways uh, acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. Come on. we got to believe that. Acknowledge him in all of our ways, and he will direct our paths. Uh, amen. Understand that he is uh, everything to us. Uh, amen. The King of kings, uh, the Lord of lords, uh, the Savior of our soul. Uh, amen. The one that died uh, on the cross and shed his blood. Uh, amen. He deserves our thanks. Uh, amen. He deserves our adoration. Uh, amen. For who he is. Uh, amen. All thy ways acknowledge him. And then he'll direct thy paths. So why don't we make a commitment tonight before we reach for our cell phone in the morning? Why don't we reach out to him? Why don't we pray things like, Lord, help me today. Amen, I need you today. Lord, let my witness please you. Let it add value to somebody else's life today, Lord. Lord, give me strength to face what I have to face today. I don't know from one step to the next or one car to the next or wherever I go. I don't know what's going to happen. But Lord, you, you order my steps. Lord God, you help me along the way. Lord God, I need you to be in my life. Amen. Give me the strength that I need. And before I go to sleep at night, amen, our cell phones shouldn't be the, the last thing that we check. Amen. The last thing we need to check is this connection. Come on, somebody clap your hands and praise him. Our connection with God needs to be the last thing that we check before we close our eyes at night and as we lay our head on a pillow for that night. The last thing we need to check is our connection with God. Now I know young people, that's tough. I know it's tough. Amen. I... Sometimes, to be honest with you, I'd like to go back to the rotary phones. When I was a kid growing up, the house would ring at the house, uh, the phone would ring at the house, or the church, or wherever. Or at the dormitory when I was in college, it would ring out in the hallway, and somebody would have to physically come and knock on your door if they picked up the phone. Hey, man, you wanted on the phone. Hey, man, those were the days. Right? Phone calls would come in and you'd have to wait till somebody got home. And I can remember when we didn't have voicemail. Some of you younger people, you got what? No voicemail? No texting? No, no phone? I can remember that. When you didn't have it. And sometimes you get that phone call late at night you'd have to call them the next day you know you know the little prayer now I lay me down to sleep I pray the Lord my soul to keep if I should die before I wake because we don't know what's going to happen in that time period that we're asleep we don't know we just assume we believe that there's going to be another morning we assume we believe that we're going to open our eyes 
and see the next day. But we're not guaranteed that. So that connection means something. When you go to sleep at night, amen, take that time. Whatever that time looks like and connect with God and just let him know, Lord, my, my life is in your hands. I don't know what, is, what befalls me, but, but, but it says if I should die before I wake, I pray to God my soul to take. So that signal is important. Make sure that that signal is still active. Make sure it's up. Psalm 63, verses 1 through 7. Just follow me. Oh God, thou art my God. Early will I seek thee. My soul thirst, thirsteth after thee. My flesh longeth for thee in a dry and thirsty land where no water is. To see thy power and thy glory. So as I have seen thee in the sanctuary, because thy loving kindness is better than life. My lips shall praise thee. Thus will I speak thee while I live. I will lift up my hands in thy name. My soul shall be satisfied as with marrow and fatness. And my mouth shall praise thee with joyful lips. When I remember thee upon my bed and meditate on thee in the night watches. Because thou hast been my help, therefore in the shadow of thy wings will I rejoice. The shadow of thy wings. In other words, he's saying there's a connection there all the time. I'm staying under his shadow. You know, in reality, you've got to stay pretty close to somebody to stay in their shadow. Amen. But that's the kind of connection that God wants you and I to have today and every day. In fact, Psalm 27, 4 says, One thing have I desired of the Lord, that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in His temple. And on the lighter side, David wasn't out checking Facebook. David didn't have a Twitter account. He wasn't TikToking. He wasn't doing all these other things. He didn't have a weather app. Yeah, today would be a good time to go to battle. It's going to be nice and sunny. No. He was inquiring in the temple of God. David said, One thing have I desired of the Lord. Amen. He was determined, I'm not going to lose my signal. I'm not going to lose my connection with the throne of God. Come on. Amen. It's no fun when you feel like God doesn't care. Life is a bummer when you can't feel His presence. Problems are a lot harder when you can't hear His voice. Sickness and trouble and the things of this life are overwhelming when you can't feel Him. I'm here to tell you tonight, you got to stay connected. Folks, what are we going to tell him when that time comes? What are we going to tell him? I didn't have time. Sorry, Lord, my life was all caught up in all this other stuff. I had too much going on. Well, didn't you check your connection? It didn't occur to me. I went to church on Sunday. What about Monday? What about Tuesday? Because you know, if you really love somebody, 
you're going to stay in connection. There's going to be something that, that radiates between you. You're going to believe in that. But when you lose that connection, that's where the fight's going to come in. That's where the struggle's going to come in. Amen. But it doesn't have to be that way. Come on, somebody say it doesn't have to be that way. We don't have to live our life that way. In fact, Jesus said in Revelation 3.20, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man will hear my voice, open the door. He said, I'll come in. I will sup with him and he with me. He said, look, if you know my voice or if you hear me knocking, open the door. He said, it's not that hard. The connection is right there. Amen. Just, 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 just open the door. Just, I'm not going to come in and just impose on you. If you're struggling with your connection with God, it's because you're not managing your account. How are we going to explain that to him? When it comes time. So if we're feeling disconnected from God, sometimes we just need to set this thing down, shut the computer off, shut everything else, the distractions in our life, things that we're spending time with and not spending with Him. And we need to open the door and say, Lord, come in. Amen. Let's, let's fix the connection. Come on, everybody say, let's fix the connection. Amen. A lot of static sometimes. Life can produce the static in your relationship with God. It's no fun to have static when you're trying to talk to somebody. In fact, when you're trying to stop, talk to somebody and they're static, you'll usually say, hey, hang up, call me again. Let's see if we can get a better line. Have you ever done that? Come on, let me see a hand if you've done that. Right? Let, let, hang up or I'll hang up and I'll call you right back. And you'll call right back. Sometimes you got the same type of stuff. But then sometimes, oh, I can hear you now. I can hear you now. Amen. I can hear you now. It's coming through loud and clear. And sometimes the static of life, we just need to stop and say, you know what? Let me, let me kind of readdress this. Uh, let me call on him again. Uh, amen. Let me put all this stuff out and try to get a clear line. I'm finished. Let me ask an honest question. When was the last time that we've really spent some quality time in prayer with Him? I mean the kind of prayer where you pour out your heart. Where you feel His presence and His anointing as it comes over your life. Where the tears begin to flow and you don't even care who sees it. Amen. You're connecting with God. Where you feel his presence, uh, amen, and it just comes on you. Uh, and where you connect at that level, amen. And, and maybe it's been a while since you've connected before, amen. But you get to that place to where you feel him, uh, you touch him. It's like the woman that touched the hem of his garment, uh, amen. Something's going to happen when you touch him. Something's going to happen when you touch him. Let's stand together. So I submit to you tonight. And I'm asking if we commit ourselves together, going into December and then into January, 
I wonder how many of us will come in and say, you know what? Maybe I am handling this a little bit more than I'm handling the Word of God. Maybe I am a lot of things going on in my mind that I need to kind of clear it out. And the way I clear that out is getting into the presence of God. And I let God begin to work on me and wash me. Cleanse me. Take out all the bad feelings. Amen. Deal with the hurts. Deal with the things in my life that maybe I haven't dealt with yet. But yet, in His presence, He helps me. He helps me. He helps me. He helps me with the right spirit. He helps me with the right attitudes. He helps me think right when it comes to what this is all about. So as we open these altars tonight, I wonder, does anybody want to pray? Does anybody want to talk to God for a little bit? Does anybody want to make that connection? Does anybody want to check out that line? Does anybody want to call on the name of the Lord and say, Lord, help me along the way? I need you tonight. I need that, 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 that reaffirming in my spirit, Lord God. I want to be right. I want to be ready. I want to be whole. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's it. Come on, all over this place. Just reach out to the Lord right now. Amen. Just raise your hands. Amen. Begin to talk to Him. As we sing a song, let's just commit ourselves and say, Lord, help me, Lord, to find, amen, that place in you that I need to be. Help me to be that vessel. Help me to be that tool. Help me to be that individual that is concerned about those I come in contact with. I, I want them to see you in my life. I want, to see the, I want them to see me active, amen, in my relationship. That's it, call out. Raise your voice.
singing now. 